0: Welcome. This is Melissa Giles, Portfolio Manager with Americana Partners. Welcome to another episode of our podcast. I'll be reviewing the December market commentary provided by David M. Darst, Chief Investment Officer with Americana Partners. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. The first section I will be covering is Portfolio Strategy for the Year Ahead. We greet you well with happy tidings for the holiday season. As we think through the landscape for the coming year, we believe 2020 will feature modest U.S. GDP and S&P 500 profit growth, an accommodative monetary policy by the Federal Reserve and other major central banks, a gradual pickup in economic activity in China and Europe, and possibly induced by geopolitical, political, and or policy shifts Higher levels of financial market volatility than the relatively quiescent levels of the past 12 months. We do not yet see a recession on the horizon, given slowing but solid economic growth and a strong American labor market and consumer. The chart below illustrates how resilient the bull market has been since the financial crisis. However, expectations for portfolio returns should be muted in 2020 given the strong performance that 2019 has delivered and where that has left valuations in the equity and fixed income markets. In our opinion, slightly more defensive portfolio positioning is called for given the following conditions. The decade-long economic expansion and equally perdurable longevity of the equity and bond bull markets, even as these two asset classes are sending contradictory and seemingly inconsistent signals. High stock prices sending a message of continued expansion, with simultaneously high bond prices sending a message of economic contraction." Relatively elevated, though not excessively so, average equity valuation measures, including price earnings, price sales, and price book value ratios, although as shown in the chart below, overvaluation does exist among the cyclically adjusted price earnings ratio, also known as the CAPE or Schiller Ratio, as well as in pockets of quite lofty valuations prevailing among certain technology-related giants. Unreasonably elevated valuation measures in global bond markets with 7.9 trillion of global debt carrying negative yields in mid-December down from more than 15 trillion in October and the surprisingly strong year-to-date performance through December 17th of several equity and commodity market indicators, with the S&P 500 index positive 27.4%, the best price performance of the past 22 years after positive 31% in 1997 and positive 29.6% in 2013, the KBW Bank Index positive 32.8%, the Shanghai Composite Index, positive 21.2%. The Stocks Europe 500 Index, positive 22.9%. West Texas Intermediate Oil, positive 34.2%. The Van Eck Vectors Gold Miners Index, positive 28.8%. And Gold Bullion, positive 15.4%. From a 2020 asset allocation and investment strategy standpoint, emphasis may be placed on shorter- and intermediate-term fixed-income securities at the higher end of the quality spectrum, defensively positioned equity sectors such as financials, consumer staples, and utilities, some increased exposure to European and emerging market equities based on less expensive valuations in the U.S., in some cases modest currency appreciation potential versus the U.S. dollar, the likelihood of some fiscal stimulus, and improving economic prospects." Higher quality equities possessing positive free cash flow, a high and sustainable 10-year median return on equity, and healthy balance sheets. And especially discerning, demanding, and discriminating selectivity in manager selection, not only in the active equity realm of asset management, but especially in private equity, private credit, and private real estate. In positioning for 2020, it is fitting to give thought to the year-ahead implications of several of the significant developments of 2019, a year which contained numerous meaningful events in the economic, monetary policy, political, and geopolitical spheres treated sequentially in the following sections. Economic and Profits Outlook Some worrying signs developed throughout the course of 2019 regarding slowing economic performance, especially in the manufacturing sector, in corporate capital expenditures, and in Germany, considered to be the primary engine of economic growth in Europe. We also briefly saw the 10-year, 2-year U.S. Treasury yield curve invert, which has often been an indication of an impending recession. Estimates are for a 6% decline in North American spending on shale drilling and fracking, with a Ristead research firm predicting an additional 14% decline in 2020, and pre- and post-IPO difficulties for numerous unicorns defined as startups having evaluations of at least $1 billion reminded us that there has been some froth in private markets. However, later reports showed that the 10-year, 2-year U.S. Treasury yield curve returned to a positive slope, job gains, and average hourly earnings growth were continuing, unemployment levels were hovering near 50-year lows, consumer confidence was holding up, November retail sales rose positive 3.3% year-over-year, copper prices were rising in December, and U.S. purchasing managers were becoming more optimistic about economic activity. Following actual U.S. GDP growth of 2.4% in 2017 and positive 2.9% in 2018, the average forecast of the 10 Wall Street strategists participating in the annual Barron survey published on December 16th, calls for 2020 GDP to increase positive 1.9% with strategist's prognostications ranging between positive 1.5% and positive 2.25%. Despite our expectations of elevated 2020 election rhetoric, our current call is for U.S. GDP to grow slightly less than 2% in 2020, supported by easier global monetary and fiscal policy, recovering global business sentiment, and an essentially undisturbed American consumer. This slowing level of growth though not spectacular, is solid and does not pretend an imminent recession. According to analysts, bottom-up forecasts aggregated by Refinitiv and FactSet, S&P 500 profits are projected to grow only positive 0.3% in calendar year 2019 before a gain of 5%. 4% percent in first quarter 2020, positive 6.9% in the second quarter 2020, and positive 9.7% for calendar year 2020. These estimates tend to be routinely downgraded as corporate results progress throughout the year. So we believe that U.S. equity prices should be able to achieve modestly positive gains of mid-single digits over the coming 12 months if such downgrades are only of a modest nature monetary policy framework for 2020. The importance of the Federal Reserve's monetary policies for risk asset prices has been underscored by the S&P 500's interest rate influence performance over the past two years. Meaningfully affected by the four policy interest rate increases in 2018, the S&P 500 produced a negative 4.8% total return, negative 6.8% in price terms. Despite the S&P 500 earnings rising 20.2% and buoyed to a significant degree by the tailwind of three policy interest rate reductions in 2019 through December 17th the S&P 500 generated a positive 29 total return, positive 27.4% in price terms. In this case, despite the S&P 500 earnings being on track to rise only 0.3% for the full year. On December 11th, following its last meeting of 2019, the Federal Reserve held policy interest rates steady and indicated that at that point, no action was likely next year amid persistently low inflation. The widely followed CME FedWatch tool produced by the CME Groups Incorporated, a leading options, futures, and derivatives trading exchange, displays below the probabilities of rate hikes cuts as of december 19th for each of the eight scheduled 2020 fomc policy meetings it is important to note that these probabilities are driven by trading activity in fed funds futures and fluctuate daily to highlight the probabilities for an interest rate reduction or ease or no change in interest rates or for an interest rate increase or hike For example, it can be seen from the table that as of December 17, 2019, the Fed Funds Futures Markets were assessing the probability of no change in interest rates at 93.55% through March 18, 2020. And through December 16, 2020, the Fed Funds Futures Markets were assessing the probability of a decrease in interest rates at 51.02% with no change at 47.92%. The probability of a rate hike was deemed to be very minimal through the year, ranging from 1.07% to 2.21%. Of the 10 Wall Street strategists participating in the annual Barron survey published on December 16th, six estimated that at year-end 2020, the Federal Reserve's policy interest rate would remain unchanged at 1.5 to 1.75 percent. Three predicted a 25 basis points decline to 1.25 to 1.5 percent, and one forecasted a 25 basis points increase to 1.75 to 2 percent. As for 10-year U.S. Treasury yields, the average forecast of those 10 Wall Street strategists calls for a year-end 2020 yield of 1.895% with a low estimate of 1.5% and the high estimate of 2.2%. Our current slightly out-of-consensus thinking based on the expected effect of continued labored market tightening on inflation readings would leave us not surprised to see one 2020 monetary policy interest rate increase to the 1.752% level and for 10-year yields to end 2020 relatively close to their current reading somewhere in the 1.9-2% area. For 2 year, 10 year, and 30 year U.S. Treasury securities, the following chart shows the decline in yields that took place during the course of 2019 and the capital change that would be incurred by each of these three maturities if yields immediately experienced a 50 basis point increase or a 50 basis point decline. This chart underscores the increasing price risk for longer maturity securities when interest rates are rising. For example, if interest rates suddenly rise 50 basis points, a two-year U.S. Treasury issue will decline 1%, a 10-year issue will decline 4.8%, and a 30-year issue will decline 13.8%. As a consequence, in an environment of rising yields, investors may want to shorten the maturity of their bond holdings, whereas in an environment of Falling yields, investors may want to lengthen the maturity of their bond holdings. Although we do not anticipate a sharp rise in rates in the coming year, it does not appear to us that there is enough compensation to have an extended maturity bond portfolio. And although we believe that bonds play an important part in a diversified portfolio, we expect bond returns to be muted in 2020, an election year. Tuesday, March 3rd features Super Tuesday with presidential preference voting in California, Texas, and 13 other states. By the end of the month, half of all the U.S. states will have indicated their choice of presidential nominee. The Democratic National Convention will be held in Milwaukee, Wisconsin from July 13th through the 16th. The Republican National Convention will take place in Charlotte, North Carolina from August 24 through the 27th, and presidential and congressional elections will be held on Tuesday, November 3rd. As highlighted last month, in addition to the already brooded wealth and carried interest taxes, investors need to prepare for criticism, proposed regulation and or increased taxation of certain industries during the debates, caucuses and primaries leading up to election day. Such sectors include energy companies in the hydrocarbon sector, oil, coal, and natural gas, pharmaceutical, biotechnology, medical device, and other healthcare companies, and dominant position technology, internet search, and social networking companies, geopolitics. During 2019, global equity markets took eminent notice of, without lasting influences on investor sentiment, national elections in Argentina, Indonesia, and India the shooting down of a drone over the Strait of Hormuz on June 20th, the September 14th bombing of the oil processing facility in Abqaiq, Saudi Arabia, and in December, the record-setting IPO of Saudi Aramco. And throughout the year, media reports described civil demonstrations and protests of varying length and severity in Hong Kong, Lebanon, Ecuador, Bolivia, Chile, Catalonia, Colombia, and a number of other countries. In the fourth quarter, equity markets and other risk assets rallied on investors' perceptions of increased calm and clarity relating to the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union, Brexit. Passage of the United States-Mexico-Canada Agreement, USMCA, and an agreement between the U.S. and China on the long-awaited Phase 1 trade deal. Of perhaps greater long-term concern, relations between the United States and China evidence some degree of deterioration on matters relating to intellectual property protection, cybersecurity, forced technology transfer, both nations' aspirations, alliances, and strategic positioning in the South China Sea and adjacent regions. The main channels through which geopolitics tends to influence asset prices operate through their effects on corporate confidence, investor sentiment, global trade, currency movements, and corporate profits. Our principal takeaway is that investors need to think about how they might react if a geopolitical event or events causes a significant downward or upward move in asset prices, at all times keeping in mind the things over which they can exert control, including asset allocation, risk management, rebalancing, annual capital withdrawal rates, and dollar cost averaging methods. Given the unpredictable nature of geopolitical risks, we would stress the importance of a well-diversified asset allocation that is aligned with your long-term financial plan. Our investment committee members and colleagues join in wishing you much personal growth and accomplishment in the year ahead, in which you make manifest your full potential in every sphere of life. This concludes our December market commentary by David M. Darst. David is Americana Partners' Chief Investment Officer. We are available to answer any questions you may have regarding the topics discussed. If you would like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Portfolio Manager with Americana Partners. Stay invested.